0: Today's episode of Everybody Hits is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from GoToMeeting all about making work from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we are here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Add to your flash briefing on Alexa or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everybody Hits. I am Bo Wolf, and happy opening day to everybody. What a what a beautiful opening day! And so we welcome in Matt Gelb, Mister Gelb. Happy opening day.
1: Yeah, I guess it would be about the uh, we're we're taping this about 5:30 p.m. on Thursday evening, and this would be about the uh, I don't know fourth inning given pace of play, maybe <laughs> the fifth inning at Marlins Park. Uh, the game was supposed to start at 4:10 and uh 4-10. we're in, in we're in like the
0: third inning <laughs>
1: uh yeah, instead uh Reese Hoskins was playing Miguel Rojas on a uh, m l b the show i c- I can't get into like these the video game sims like i'm not really are are you mm-hmm. like into these like Comcast sportsman I think is like televising like a sixers suns like n b a you know Uh, like video simulation i I make myself sound so old right now but i mean i love video games but i can't really get into like
0: i'm not uh, into watching other people play um yeah i have not like i would love to have the time on my hands to be playing a lot of uh video games i'd love to just be like set up playing fifa for the next uh month but unfortunately i have not had or or fortunately i have not had uh, quite that kind of time on my hands how about you
1: I'm not going to lie. I rediscovered NCAA, 14, NCAA football 14, which which mm, like is the greatest game ever made. It was the last. Good recruiting
0: uh, module on that bad boy?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the last college football game they made. Uh, I, I have an old Xbox 360. That's the last uh, video game nice. system I have. And I can't, I'm not, I can't, I don't play it. The last few years I've barely played it. Any, any video games but I've been playing around with that and then I found in my basement I found my old N64 which I must have taken from my parents years ago and just stashed down here and I, and I only have four games with it I have uh, Smash Brothers I have FIFA 98 I have mm-hmm. NBA In The Zone 98 and I have GoldenEye and I think I might play GoldenEye from the start and try to nice. just beat it all over again
0: if I remember correctly, that FIFA game, uh, at least on PlayStation, it was very easy to score bicycle kicks. Anytime, you, anytime you did a bicycle kick, you would basically score. I used to, I used to, uh, just trash this kid in my freshman dorm with like, like you know, half-field bicycle kick goals. It would get him very, very angry.
1: <laughs> I don't like honestly. Like I, I've played the FIFA ninety eight game. I don't remember it very well. Like I remember the NBA in the Zone game better than I do. Mm. I think Glenn Rice was on the cover. Uh, wearing a charlotte hornets jersey i think um i'll come clean on this. Uh, go ahead no go ahead
0: i was gonna say i'll I'll come clean on this one thing that i that i do do is uh i have a what if sports college basketball franchise that i've had for a while Uh, really so i do like uh i I do like the recruiting and you know you set the game plan and stuff like that it's a good way to pass the time
1: I'm actually in a what if sports baseball league with a bunch of other oh. ball writers. We've we've had it for
0: uh mm, ball scribes. I
1: mean, well they they've had it for, for quite some time. I've been in it for about ten seasons now and a season usually goes about, I don't know, four, three or four months. Four months. Okay. And uh yeah, that's like my only distraction really right What's your now. team? Uh my team name is the uh, Buffalo Blues. Mm. We uh, we won a World Series a couple seasons ago. Where are congratulations? We had high hopes. Yeah, uh, we had high hopes this year, but we uh, we're we're in the middle of a of kind of a sell off here near the trade deadline. So mm. yeah, it's fun though. It's a of, way to keep best best in touch with place. a with a lot of other ball writers, and uh, it's my nerd baseball league. So yeah, I like that. That's that's really you know I've been trying to watch uh, some different shows like since since you you know took a dump on Mad Men last week really uh yeah. really dissing. <laughs> even though I've already seen that but uh started watching Dave on FX which is you know not ah, if, you, if you have kids it's not for kids I did see ZB's story you uh, read Zach's with, article uh, okay good with old Dickie and uh, it's funny I mean he has a certain sense of humor if any you know if you if you're familiar with him you kind of get get the idea but it's silly I kind of like it it's fun and uh, I don't know. The office is on all the time, and I feel like I've seen every office episode five times now.
0: But... Mm. I'm working my way. Yeah. Through. My my one show at the end of the night uh, is I'll, I'll watch an episode or two of Justified. I like go going back through Justified. It's, very it's good. like a nightcap. It.
1: Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did start on the new season of Curb. Also, like I watched the first two episodes. Uh, I haven't done hit. that yet.
0: I did the not first enjoy the good. last episode, the last season. Uh, I rather, didn't either. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've been slow to get into this one.
1: Yeah. And I'm not like the biggest, you know, like it, I think it's funny. I don't think it's the funniest show ever. And I know a lot of people think that Larry David is hilarious, but uh, this season's been all right so far. It's, it's I don't know. Okay. I, I think we're all just looking for some kind of distraction and I'll, I'll allow it did right my now. Beak.
0: Okay. Yeah. I like that. All right. Let's get into our uh, our fig jam for today's episode. And before we do that, the uh, the I should let you guys know that the uh, Lucille at the end of the show today is going to be. We, we've each come up with some opening day lineups for uh, different household items in our house that we will that we will get to. But uh, our fig jam today. Let's just talk about uh, opening day and uh, when it is, how it is, where it is that we might actually see the real opening day. So. Uh, Tell me what you uh, what you think is is potentially coming down the pike here, Mister Gelb.
1: Well, I mean, like the true pessimistic hot take would be that there won't be an opening day this year, and like I hope,
0: I really hope there is. But I I really hope there is.
1: But I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, like I think we've been like really encouraged by like seeing you know signs uh, elsewhere, like like in in South Korea and Japan. But I just read today that you know, the Japanese NPB was hoping to re- resume or restart their season, uh, as they're kind of coming out of this, but then a player, uh, contracted the virus, and now, like, they're back to square one, apparently. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, no one knows anything. I mean, that's pretty clear. If you're, if you if somebody you know, or you hear somebody proclaim to know something, they, they, uh, they're probably lying, right? Or they're probably just overstating their intelligence because I don't think anyone knows anything right now at all, period. So with that yeah, I mean, said... the, the I mean,
0: confidence intervals are, like, uh, are so so wide. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible yeah. to know what's going to happen.
1: There's such a wide range of outcomes. Like, I, I guess I could see, you know, them starting the season on, like, July 1st, and I could also see them not having a baseball season this year. Uh, I you know, like if it's July first, like then you can probably get you know you can get some kind of semblance of a, of a season. Like it'd probably be like eighty one games, and right. you know they they, you know I mean, would maybe it, would it be,
0: it's maybe it's no fans too. That's still on the table, right?
1: Well, yeah, oh yeah, like I got yeah. I mean, even the the most optimistic, rosiest view of all this, again, as someone who doesn't know anything about anything, that's me. Uh, I, I I just can't see them playing. With fans,
0: period. Yeah, I agree. I, I I don't. I agree.
1: But if it comes back without fans, and like then that's awesome. Like if it's safe and it's okay to do it, uh, it's great. Like because people will be able to watch. It'll be something for them to you know for for, for our country to really, uh, you know, focus on and have to you know not watch an episode of The Office for the 30th time or or make <laughs> you know your sourdough starter and and uh, but. I think like the what what is like the best case, you know realistic scenario? I think July first might be that best case realistic scenario, July first, no fans, eighty one games. Um, maybe a few more games if you want to like play double headers, which uh, you know apparently has been talked about. and um, I've always been a proponent of just bringing back double headers period. like I have a I have a one scheduled double header every every month. Kind of like how they used to do it in in, in Philly. They used to do it all the time because they weren't allowed to play on Sundays, back Mm. back you know way back. The blue, the quick blue laws, yeah, the blue laws. You weren't allowed to have any sort of sporting activity or competition or businesses weren't allowed to be open on Sundays. So they'd play a Saturday doubleheader at Connie Mack Stadium, and uh, I, I think what I've I've seen different variations of this, and Jason Stark has written quite a bit about the potential schedule and that you know they've talked about doing seven inning doubleheaders because they're going to be you know there might be one doubleheader a week and that mm. I think is where I would probably uh draw a line at I, I don't I don't think I would like a seven inning doubleheader would you
0: well it does like it brings back to mind like what you would do in high school um or like or in like fall ball or something like that you would that's what you would do you would have a, a truncated doubleheader I don't know I feel like I mean, I feel like that it's this, whatever, if there is a season, whatever they do is not going to be like precedent setting. I'm okay with being creative. Uh, Like it would be weird to have seven inning games, but I feel like uh, in the interest of of getting in as many games as possible in this uh, incredibly bizarre and, uh, you know, sui generis scenario, I, I don't think that I would be okay with that. I'm okay with creative solutions.
1: Yeah, so I guess this brings up that next question is, like, what what should the priority be? Should it be, you know, being as creative and getting as much baseball as possible or, 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 I'm sorry, being creative uh, and and getting back on the field and and having a distraction or, like, having a season that that could appropriately uh, crown a champion, right? I mean, like, there's going to be some – probably some – Complaints in some corners that like, oh, well, this isn't a fair way to, you know, if there's only so many games and if there's a lot of double headers or if there's uh, expanded rosters or if there's, I don't know, some sort of tournament to get, mm. you know, some sort of reimagined playoff scenario, right? Uh, and, and there's a and there's a World Series and there's a World Champion that's just like every other World Champion in other years. Like, I mean, I I think I know where I come down. Well, to this. just like, from I, a, I don't just... care, but.
0: Well yeah. Well just from a just from a uh like sample size standpoint if if uh it's a 9-inning game or a 14-inning doubleheader like, you know, more innings is I guess a little bit it's a slightly higher sample size, right? If you're going to uh if you're going to fit in as much baseball as possible, 14 is still greater than 9.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if that's a way to get, if if if, if the question is 81 9 innings games, if it's either or, or right, yeah. uh, right, eighty-one ninety innings games or, uh, a
0: hundred like a
1: hundred, you know, with some, you know, with twenty-seven inning games mixed in there, yeah, I don't know, right, I don't know. That's a that's a good that's a that's a good point. I mean, there would be more innings, it would be a larger sample size, and um, I, I imagine that that whatever they do, uh, you know, if there is and hopefully there is a baseball season, they they will try to redo the playoffs somehow. I would have, imagine they would that they have, have so, yeah. yeah. There's going to be some kind of a quirky, which I, I don't. Again, like I, I think the more creative, like the better. Like, like screw it. I mean, like if we're going to have baseball, thank God that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, if we're going to have it, jam. we might as well. Yeah, we might as well do something weird. I don't know. I mean, it, it would be interesting. Like, I, I mean, whenever baseball does come back, like it'll probably be competing against. uh Hypothetically, against other sports that it normally wouldn't be competing against, right? That's I mean, true. That's a good point. The NHL and the NBA might, you know, might be able to resume if, if baseball is able to resume. Although baseball is held outside, like I don't know if that gives them any advantage uh, in terms of getting back on the field. I don't. I don't think so. I'm, again, I don't, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a scientist. I don't. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, uh, like the long.
0: Certainly, the longer it drags on, like the less likely it is that like the NBA and NHL are going to have a season because they're that's then true. getting closer yeah. to their, when their new season would be right.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a factor, but I, I don't agree. Like, you know, I saw Scott Boris and, and he's got a lot of smart ideas, but they're not going to play until Christmas. They're not going to play 162 games this year. They're not, they're right. just, it's not feasible. And, and I, I even see, you know, I've seen people talk about like a neutral site, uh, world series, which, uh, if there aren't any fans like being, you know, able to attend the games, then that that I guess that's fine. I mean, it would be kind of weird, but uh but if there are well, fans, Well, I did of the like games, I
0: did like the idea of of if there're going to be no fans, then why not just, you know, split it into uh, the spring training stadiums, right?
1: Right, and I think that's on the I think that's on the table. If that if that if that's a way that they can get it, you know, started uh sooner, I guess, rather than later, like once they get the green light to like you know hey we're ramping back up if if playing the games in florida and arizona like reduces risk and it also uh is able to get you know get it started quicker than then sure yeah i mean if there's not gonna be fans and play it uh the field of dreams i don't know <laughs> like play it wherever you want to play it oh, i guess i mean I like
0: that
1: well they're playing a game They're well they were supposed to play were, a game there did, this right. year.
0: it's a it's yeah, a really but... short fence right
1: <laughs> i think so i don't know Um, Yeah, the dimensions, the park factors would have to be updated. But, Mm. uh, you know, I I tend to lean, you know, like if if there is baseball and if there is a champion that comes out of this year, like, you know, are we is it going to be tainted or or treated differently? Yeah, I guess so. But like, who cares? I mean, I, I think we all just would love to see baseball come back. We'd love to see them. Now, look, this is a sport that's known for being quite conservative and, and, and unwilling to change. And, you know, it's taken them forever. They still don't have an agreement between the league and the, and, and the players about how they're going to handle uh, service time and, and pay and, uh, you know, various other things. Uh, you know, I mean, th- it's going to be hard to come up with some kind of agreement between these two sides to like change the format of everything. But, you know, I, I think, there's there's so much at stake for for these for these people to you know come to an agreement, and if it means doing something different and you know having a season where it's not traditional, then I don't know, might be kind of cool.
0: Do we have a uh, do we have an update on Gelb sneaker watch?
1: Oh my! Uh, my My suitcase is in Florida.
0: It is in Florida. It's yeah, relocated. it didn't.
1: It didn't. It didn't get on the truck. It is. Uh, it is safe though. It's safe and sound. It's. Uh, it's at the, the the Phillies complex in Clearwater, and uh, you know I, I hope I I get to go get it. Uh, you know sometime later this year, whenever spring training two uh, happens, uh, I would love nothing more than to have to go back to Clearwater, <laughs> you know, and get that suitcase and cover a second spring training. Like it would be. That means that, you know, that we have you know, overcome the, you know, the virus, or at least have managed it. And, uh, you know, I hope that day comes.
0: I hope so too. Well, at least I, I mean, know where it is. That day will come, but, <laughs> it, you know, I hope that day comes sooner than later. I hope it comes in the calendar year of 2020.
1: Yeah, you're saying it might be 2021 before I see yeah. those sneakers again?
0: Uh, I think that's possible.
1: <laughs> My kid will be almost one year old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he, it'll be a it'll be a, a a crib for him.
1: Yeah, there's one. So there's one other aspect of this that we didn't touch on, and and I, and I am loath to discuss like actual baseball things right now, but like I, I wonder if JT Romuto has played his last game as a Philly. Um,
0: oh, that's interesting.
1: Because part of the agreement, uh, part of the uh, rumored and forthcoming agreement between the players and the league. Is that if there is no season, and again, this has just been speculated and reported uh, by Ken Rosenthal among others, uh, you know that if you had a if you had a full year of service time last year in the 2019 season, then you will get credit for a full year of service this season, if even if there's no baseball played. I
0: that think would that is that, appropriate.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I yeah. I, I mean, there's yeah it you can't, really
0: can't force all these guys from hitting the market when they should like age wise
1: yeah yeah and obviously um you know it would make JT Romulo a free agent uh even if another game isn't played and uh even even if they're you know we're not we don't know whether it's gonna be baseball or not but absent of that like you know there's not really any incentive for his side to pursue a, a contract extension right now I mean, sure. why Why would right. you unless, you know, you want the financial security, but, you know, teams aren't, you know, they might not be paying, you know, they, the players aren't going to be getting their regular paychecks, you know, while there's no baseball. They're going to be getting something, but not their regular paycheck. So, I you know, I mean, that would be a really interesting twist, obviously, among all the things that's happening in this world right now. It's, it's so secondary, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, I man, think we don't need to. Be, we
0: don't. Uh, I think the caveat is obvious that we're talking about extremely uh, minor yeah, things but on that, a grand scale, but still.
1: Well, that would be fascinating. I mean, like he, he, yeah. I mean, like, what do you, yeah. what do you do if you're the Phillies? Like, you, I mean, well, there's he's gotta, no
0: incentive for him to sign. You're right. Like, if there's gonna like, spe- I mean, if it's if looking there's like just there's the remote no season, possibility, right? If there's
1: a remote possibility that he could become a free agent without risking his body any further this season. Because there's no baseball, then you know he won't sign, and and there may, you know there may, he may not even be able to sign. It sounds like there might be some sort of roster freeze put into place by by the league. Um, so, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's just uh, it's it's <laughs> it's what a twist. I mean, of all the things that we were discussing and analyzing for this contract situation, like. I mean, wow! Like, <laughs> you know, Mookie Betts. The Dodgers traded for Mookie Betts, and he oh, may true. never play a game for them. I mean, and it might seem unfair to the teams, and it it it, it, it is, I guess. But it, it you know, you have to see it both ways here. And I think, I think the reason why the league has agreed to to this is because. Uh they know that if there's no baseball this year like the free agent market next offseason it's not like there's going to be big dollars flowing around, right?
0: I guess that's right. Yeah. I think I mean, so.
1: I mean, if you have a I, year with no revenue, I you know, yeah. I, I I you know. If there's no baseball this year, then obviously like the world our country and the world is in pretty terrible financial economic shape and, yeah but that went up health today wise killed, him, so but... it's really
0: gonna be fine <laughs>
1: right that's right yeah i forgot about that uh so i mean i'm you know like you're, you're trying to rack your brain it's like well why would the why would the owners agree to you know giving players f- a full year of service time if there's no baseball play and, that, and that's the only reason i think i can i can come to is that they just know that even if these guys get to free agency you know the salaries are going to be depressed because right. revenues are depressed, and
0: yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, well, it is a, an unprecedented time, Caleb. What have you been reading on the Athletic that has uh, that has caught your caught your eye?
1: Well, I've been reading a lot of Eagles coverage because the NFL oh. is just pretending as if nothing is happening and just <laughs> yeah. operating with business as usual. But I've really enjoyed the Eagles coverage. They've they've had a uh, interesting week. Has it only been a week? it feels like it's been days weeks it's days, been uh,
0: months. like 10 days if you count the tampering period which you should
1: i read an interesting you know eagles mock draft by bo wolf on the website today oh, and, would, and i've really been enjoying the the eagles coverage so uh it's been a it's been a nice distraction in these trying times
0: uh, i have not yet had a chance to read your opus on the uh, 91 opening day can you give us a little uh, a little a little sneak peek
1: I mean, it's probably one of the dumber things I've ever done, but it, I, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I mean, Good. I, I I you know, I don't remember 1991 opening day. I was really young, uh, but I wanted to just pick a random game and watch it. And, uh, you know, Harry Callis and, and, and Rich Ashburn and, and Andy Musser, the broadcast, there's so much gold in it. There's replacement umpires. There's a lot of inside jokes during the broadcast. There's... Uh, it's just it was entertaining, and I and I and I, I think it's cool that uh, you know MLB has been re-airing all these memorable games on their different platforms. But I kind of prefer watching like the the random Tuesday night game in June, and I think I might do that uh, next week for some kind of game in like the late nineties or something when like the Phillies were terrible and the game probably stunk. But like whatever, I mean we're gonna watch the broadcast and just kind of like relive baseball.
0: I like that timeless. That's what they say about the national pastime. And it is, ta- it is during times like this, Matt, that The Athletic can help you keep connected to the teams, the athletes, and the sports you love. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash everybodyhits, you can receive 40% off an annual subscription. Games aren't being played right now, but the stories that draw us to all sports, those do not go away. So go to theathletic.com slash everybodyhits for 40% off an annual subscription. We hope to see you there. All right, let's get to our uh, – let's, let's break out our loose seals here and uh, go through our uh, starting lineups of things that have uh, taken on an outsized importance in your life. If you want, I can go first.
1: Yeah, I think you should go first here.
0: So, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of uh, – doing a lot of homeschooling with my two-year-old son and uh that includes a lot of circle time in the morning and so what it will usually be is uh me casey and uh, a bunch of his stuffed animals and so i'm going to uh, i'm going to put together an opening day lineup of of casey's stuffed animals based on uh, the traits that i see from them throughout the day and uh you know their their importance in our lives
1: okay i'm i'm ready
0: Uh, Leading off and playing center field is Bunny. Uh, Bunny is probably the key cog in the whole circle time scenario. He is the stuffed animal that Casey uh, takes to sleep with him in the crib. Bunny is is ubiquitous in the house. He is like, if if you were power ranking the guys, it's Bunny. So he's got a lot of range. He's certainly got a high on base percentage. makes sense to me that, that he's leading off. Uh, hitting second and uh, catching is Snail. Now you might think that Snail is uh, too slow to hit second, but he's certainly going to get on base. He's actually got a big uh, sort of a big uh, radius, so he can cover the plate. <laughs> and he's Snail is bigger than you might expect. This is this is no small Snail. This is a big Snail, and uh, he has recently taken on a bit more importance. Uh, in circle time Uh, hitting third is lion who is the third baseman and lion is the biggest of all the stuffed animals and certainly carries uh i would say carries weight in in circle time hitting fourth in uh, right field is whale and uh, whale is adorned with a series of buckles just to paint a picture for you. And, uh, you know, big guy, doesn't move very well, as you would expect, but that's why he's in right field, but he uh, he packs a wallop. So that's why he's hitting <laughs> cleanup. up. Uh, hitting fifth and playing first base is Monster. Monster is uh, light blue with, uh, with purple eyes and horns, and uh, he is a very popular stuffed animal in the wolf household. Uh, usually it goes something like, uh, Monster, Ah! <laughs> and that's the, that is the, uh, the fear that we're hoping to strike into the heart of opposing pitchers. So he's, uh, he's hitting fifth. Hitting sixth and playing second base is Paddington Bear. And as Casey will tell you, Paddington Bear has a blue coat, uh, red hat, and yellow boots. And uh, he's got a little bit of a range, too. So he's, uh, we, we feel like he can, he can hold down uh, second base. Six,
1: six seems a little low for Paddington Bear. He's a household name.
0: He is a household name. The thing you have to know is is Paddington Bear is not uh, the biggest of of the stuffed animals compared to some of the other guys we've got in the rotation here. So uh, okay. he's a little bit undersized. We feel like he's he's got a bit of a dirt dog mentality. We like him. We like him at second base. Uh, batting seventh and pitching is Wolf, and uh, Wolf is unlike the other stuffed animals. It can be puppeted. You can put your hand inside wolf and uh, move him around so he's got some real dexterity which means we think he's got a, he's got a pretty loose arm he can uh, he can huck it and the good news is he can throw from he's he's ambidextrous he can throw from both sides so do you think do you think, uh, do you think wolf
1: will, do you think wolf will become his favorite eventually because he once he learns what his last name is like well he, he does, does know I mean, what his it? last
0: name is he gets that uh, yeah. already at this stage but uh, wolf's a good one I don't know if it'll be his favorite. He, he's very attached to Bunny. Okay. But uh, Wolf Wolf brings uh, a lot to the table, and uh, he, he is certainly more emotive than all the other animals, which I think plays well on the mound. Yeah. Uh, batting eighth in left field is Mama Bear. Mama Bear is actually a, a slightly Little Bear, um, and truth be told, this was the last spot filled on the roster. Uh, Mama Bear got, <laughs> got the last spot over uh, Little Bear and Dragon. And shark, but uh, Mama Bear eh, new to the scene, but uh, can move around a little bit. Not gonna not gonna hit, I think, but can play a, a, a capable and competent defensive left field. And then uh, finally, batting ninth at shortstop is Little Bunny, and Little Bunny is tiny, the the smallest of the stuffed animals, but very fast. We feel like got a little bit of range, and uh, if if he or she gets on base a little bit of speed on the base pass, sort of a second lead off. So there you go.
1: So this is my, this is like a peek into my future, right? My
0: <laughs> yeah, two wife. years, Two two and a half years from now. Hopefully you're not uh, stuck at home every day two and a half years from now, but <laughs> uh, animals wise, this could be what you're working with.
1: So I took the things that I have the most of right now in the house and that would be bottles of whiskey. Mm. And you know I only have one beer left, and I'm saving that beer. I don't know when I'm gonna drink that beer, but there's only one left. Um, I did see though that like Dock Street breweries doing like curbside pickup for beers, and I, I don't know if the beer. My beer store down the street here on Snyder on Snyder Ave is closed, so you know I've sort of been. There are like, some
0: bars I think that are doing. You can do takeout beer. Are there?
1: I mean, I've been like. I mean, I've barely been going. I like have gone outside. Yeah, I I, have, I think three times in the last three weeks. So. <laughs> I've been outside
0: uh, once since last Friday, since uh, yeah. uh, two two Fridays ago. So, so it feels a little days.
1: selfish to go get to go outside to get beer. So I've just been trying Hard to idea. nurse some of the whiskey I have, and, and I don't have positions for my lineup. I just arranged it uh, like I would uh, a batting order. Um, so leading off, I've done me, a bad job. The...
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I've done a bad job of like uh, like I also have like a couple beers left and a little bit of whiskey, and so. I'm trying in trying to like elongate their lives. Uh, like, if I'm really desperate, sometimes it'll just be like you know a vodka, seltzer, or something like that, just to just just to allow the good stuff to last a little bit longer.
1: That's smart. I mean, you got to prioritize right now. You got to just you got to ration it out. So, I've got leading off. I've got the uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked, which is which is mm. uh, one that I really like right now. It's it's just like you know you want you at the top of the lineup. You want something that's a little nimble. You don't want anything that's gonna you know really uh, you know, really bog you down yet? You know, you want the you want to pack the punch later. So the double oaked is, is got a, it's it's actually I think it's a I think it's like ninety four proof. It's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty packs a decent punch, but it doesn't when you drink it it doesn't it doesn't feel that way. Pretty smooth.
0: Interesting because uh, kind the of Woodford a sweeter Reserve taste okay that's good i was gonna say the bottle itself a bit a bit stumpy for a leadoff man it is
1: yeah it is i wasn't really using the bottles as uh, the size okay. and shape of the bottles as as uh as, as the judge here but. So in batting second, you know, you, you want to go with the tried and true, and this is something that's going to get the job done. Maybe, you know, if, if if I'm if I'm trying to get the runner over, and I'm thinking in old school baseball ways, but something that's got some mm. speed at the top, and that's that's just a, a regular bottle of Jameson that I have in the in the back of the cabinet okay. right now, and that's uh, you know, tried and true. You know, you know what you're going to get from it. And you put them in the number two hole, and and uh, just let them do their thing, right? I like that uh, old school.
0: That makes sense to me
1: batting third i've got the uh high west campfire which is probably my favorite uh bottle right now there's maybe uh four fingers left uh in the bottle and and it's uh it's it's getting down to the end which is really disappointing but uh this is a really solid one it's a gift from my uh, brother-in-law and uh i've really been enjoying it i think it's a it's 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 really good this is a little cheating because I just finished this bottle uh, last week, but I'm still going to list it. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's uh, it's the Oban 14, uh, and this was a wedding gift. I mean, this is a pretty nice bottle. Uh, it's about to me. It, this is like as good as it gets, and, and I really like really like the style. Uh, you know, really peaty, and and uh, this was this is bad clean cleanup, and I think this is you know I missed that bottle. I wish I I wish I still had that bottle yeah oh yeah big time home run potential so now you know we get further down the order like tower power on the
0: open 14.
1: yeah oh yeah so now we need we need we need we need need like the the boppers now we need the heavier so we got batting fifth we got the dad's hat it's actually a 94 proof it's uh, aged in vermouth uh barrels and and uh i'm a i like dad's hat a lot it's it's uh it, 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 you know you you need you need, a, you need a, at least one cube in it because it's pretty uh, it's, it's, it hits you. I mean it, it definitely packs a punch and, and this is the 94 proof one and it, it, it really it'll knock you out if you uh, you know if you have a have, I have a to, few I have, uh,
0: glasses. This is now my time to come clean because uh, before you left for spring training, I was going to give you a, a bottle for your win in the uh, in the draft from the off signings. And it was going to be a dad's hat. It was. I wanted it to oh, be somatic for you as a uh, as a new father. Uh, they, you but you know, now I mean, they're, it's, they're, it's still sitting in my thing. And uh, the truth the truth is, I may have to crack into that at some point. So I, I give get you, f- you a new bottle.
1: I, yeah, I give you full permission to do that. But it, it, it's like they're a young. You know, I mean, they're they're a local company. They're they're in Bristol. Uh, you know, they're they're a young distiller. Uh, you know, they haven't been around that long. But it's it's a it's a, it's, it's pretty good. Like yeah, I think it's. It's objectively good, uh, and uh, they I think they're gonna only get better, you know, the the longer they're around. So uh, then, batting sixth, another one that packs a pretty good punch is the the Hudson, the Baby Bourbon, and we actually went to the to the Hudson uh, to the distillery uh, right after our wedding. Uh, we 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 took a we took a really short trip after the wedding up to the Hudson Valley and. Uh, they, they they do some cool stuff there. I can't remember exactly what town it's in, um, but uh, Hudsonville maybe is the name of the town. And uh, this also, though, kind of, this is the one, this is, you know, you're drinking this, like, after dinner. I mean, you're not, like, this is not mm. something that you're, like, starting out the day with. Not starting out the day, starting out, like, you're uh, your drinking <laughs> day. <laughs> starting out the day. This is, I'm giving you a peek into what has been what life has been like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh so I, I you know really like it, it's it's uh it's got a bold taste it's not you know it, it's not sweet it's this is you know a very classic american bourbon uh that it's i think it's one of the oldest uh like american distilleries uh, in in the country i think um and now like we get to the near the bottom bottle, life, i gotta got,
0: say i gotta say on the hudson bottle wise like shape wise perfect look for a six hitter I feel like
1: oh yeah stocky yep stocky
0: oh, yeah. barrel chested yeah
1: yeah. Uh, now we get down to like the bottom line and we got a little bit of unproven talent down here like young mm. you know up and comers and we got uh, we got a, a bluebird rye which is another local distiller uh, I think it, they're in Phoenixville and this, this one was also a gift um, still like st- haven't had too much of it yet it's I, I'm glad I have a lot of it left still trying to figure out how much I like it. It's a young distiller. They're, they're uh You know, it, it also does. It does. I think it's like 90, maybe like a 92 proof. It's pretty, pretty hefty uh, drink, but uh, still not sure. About you got a lot, one. a lot still, of team
0: control left on that contract.
1: Yes. And then, so then number eight hitter uh, is actually, I, people are going to be surprised that this even exists. Dogfish head makes, uh, they, they've started mm. making spirits. And I went down to, last summer I went down to uh, Delaware for a friend's bachelor party, and and we actually ended up going to Dogfish Head to the the brewery one day, and it was an incredible place. I highly recommend it once we're allowed to go outside again. If you're ever down in Delaware, great trip. Uh, They make a straight whiskey. They make a a bunch of different spirits. I got the straight whiskey while we were down there, brought a bottle of it back. Uh, It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Again, they just only started doing the spirits, I think, within the last two years maybe uh so it's 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 an experiment for them and and you can tell um so this is uh, like a rick Rick and
0: keel mid mid mid-career position change (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, it's uh you know trying trying to branch out and in batting ninth i have this bottle uh it (laughs) is i i so uh, uh, Allison's grandfather, uh, you know, they a couple years ago was clean, cleaning out. They were cleaning out the house, and uh, he he had a he doesn't really drink anymore, and he's got a bunch of these bottles in his liquor cabinet. So take whatever you want. I'm like, uh, all right. And I'm just kind of peeking around, and like a lot of them look like they haven't been touched in thirty years, and I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know about this. And so I grabbed this Bushmills. It's a twelve year mm. uh, Bushmills like Reserve, and it's in a really nice container and it looks like i mean it, it it looks like it came from the distillery uh which i i don't i don't, I, I can't imagine that it did but uh the, the cork broke off inside the bottle
0: um mm.
1: it's got like a plastic top but there's a cork underneath the plastic and so there's there's cork floating in the bottle
0: inside pitch
1: yes yeah and so you know there's a little bit of debris inside uh you know i i I can't say that I've actually even had a sip of it, but I'm not going to lie. I think I might have have a, have a mm. drink of it tonight. Uh, after I was looking through the cabinet today and trying to figure out what I've got and what I don't have, I was like, "You know what? I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go for this. I'm going to go for it. It's like old old reliable. I mean, for all I know, it could be 40 years old. This this bottle could be 40 years old. Uh, Allison's grandfather is is a is hundred years old. God bless him. I mean, he's a, wow, he's a, and he's and he's he's a remarkable man. And and uh, it's possible that he's had yeah he had had this bottle for quite some time. And now I've had it for probably two years now. So, uh, it's I think time I might for you give to turn it a little the over. Yeah, I think so. I
0: yeah. like that. You know, we're t well minus. Done. We're
1: we're less than two weeks uh, till you know to the due date. So I you know I, I feel like I, I gotta. Uh, you know, take advantage of that time right now.
0: So turn the lineup over. Yeah, that's your nine hitter. It's time for you to get back to the top.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Mr. Gelb, good luck. Hopefully, I'll uh, I'll talk to you next week.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Hopefully, we'll both be here. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, that'll do it for this episode of Everybody Hits. Hopefully, we will uh, talk to you next week, and hopefully, you can make it to the end of that episode too.